Living a life of faith is oftentimes easier said than done. But today, we'll begin a series simply entitled More Power to You, help you live a victorious life of faith. Graceful Truth with Pastor Steve Converse is up next. From Grace Bible Church here in Redwood City, greetings and welcome to today's broadcast of Graceful Truth. Pastor Steve Converse will spend the next few Sundays with us looking at the life of faith, how we define it, refine it, develop it, and demonstrate it in our daily walk. Living a life of faith victoriously is what this series is all about. We'll begin our time together today in Matthew 9, verses 27 through 29, a message simply entitled, What Do You Expect? Here's Pastor Steve Converse with today's broadcast of Graceful Truth. You can turn over in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. We'll be looking at verses 27 and 29 today. The title of the message is, What Do You Expect? What do you expect? Uh, For the next couple weeks, we're going to be in a series called More Power to You. And it's about tapping into, really, the potential of faith in your life. The Bible, needless to say, has much to say about faith. We read in the book of Hebrews, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Romans, in that book we read that we are made righteous through faith. Even in the Gospel of Matthew, our Lord told us that if we have faith, nothing shall be impossible for us. We'll learn over the course of these next few weeks in this series that your faith is not just a list of things that you believe. It's not just about how you think. Your faith determines what you do, what you say, what you experience, and what you get out of life. We'll spend the next four weeks looking at ways to really refine our faith and increase our faith and put our faith into action in a way that would please and give honor and glory to God. Now, I know there's been many people over the years who've preached about faith in a way that tries to justify, you might say, selfishness or some materialistic lifestyle, name it and claim it, word of faith movement. Well, we understand that they're all off base. That's not taught within the Word of God. But just because some guys get it wrong, it doesn't mean and doesn't give us an excuse for not getting it right. The fact is that when you walk in faith... Scripture says that you will experience the blessing of God in your life. More importantly, when you walk in faith, you will be empowered to be a blessing in the lives of others. That's what faith, beloved, is all about. Today, we're opening this series with a message to challenge us to develop a faith-based mindset. I want to challenge you to begin expecting the blessing of God in your life. I want to challenge you to begin to expect that God will help you, 
That God will protect you, that God will use you, that God will and can work through you in spite of, in spite of obstacles that you may be facing even right now. Well, in Matthew 9, we read about some of Jesus' miracles. And we see that, that faith is an element within the confines of those miracles. And we see what faith can do. There's a story of a paralyzed man who was brought to Jesus by his friends. And when Jesus saw their faith, it says that he healed the man. There's a story of a woman suffering and she touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus said to her, your faith has healed you. There's also a story of a synagogue ruler over in the Gospel of Mark, and his name was Jairus, and his daughter had just died. And Jesus went into that man's house and raised that little girl from the dead. These are all stories of faith, stories of God working where the people involved pretty much gave up hope. They were helpless. And then in Matthew... We're told a very brief story about two blind men who asked Jesus to heal them. And Jesus did. He used that to teach a lesson about faith. It's a short story. But follow along as I read these verses for us out of Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 to 29. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. And when he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Master, yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes, and he said, According to your what? According to your faith, will it be done to you? And their sight was restored. Incredible miracle of God. Now, I have no doubt in my mind that today, those of you who are listening to this message right now, there may be people who are in need of a miracle. You need your sight restored. Or maybe you need your health restored. Or maybe in this economy, your finances have taken a tremendous hit. And you're looking for restoration in that area. Or maybe in the area of family relationships, your family needs that restorative touch of the Savior. Or maybe it's your business that's struggling in this tough economy and you're looking for restoration. Maybe it's simply hope. Maybe you've lost it. It needs to be restored. You need for God to move in your life And you need for God to do things that you cannot do for yourself. I want you to know that this is where the life of faith begins. Today I want to share with you three principles, just briefly. Three principles of living in faith. Here's the first one. The call to start living in faith comes from a vacancy in your life. The call to start living in faith comes out of a vacancy in your life. So you have to understand where your provision ends is where your faith can begin. 
The vacancy in these men's lives was rather obvious. They were blind. They couldn't see. They were totally blind. And obviously, this was not a problem that they could help themselves with. They were in need of a miracle from God. And it was at that point in their need, it was at that point that they had the opportunity to start living in faith. You know what? It's the same for many of us. Maybe you have a vacancy in your life. Maybe you have a need that isn't being met. I know maybe for some of you that sense of vacancy is in the area of your personal relationships. Maybe you're single and you, you've been waiting for that special someone. You want to share your life with someone and that person just hasn't showed up yet. I know that some of you may already be married. You already may be in a marital relationship. You have a spouse. And yet within that relationship, you sense a vacancy in your marriage. Maybe the relationship has grown cold. Maybe you've lost your ability to communicate. Maybe you're at your wit's end. You know what? If you could solve that problem on your own, you would have done it a long time ago. But to be honest, you're helpless. You can't do anything about it. And you're looking for God to intervene. Maybe some of you are struggling with the vacancy in your financial situation today. Or maybe it's a job situation in this economy. Maybe you're sitting there saying, you know what, I've done everything I can do. But it's just not good enough. You need God's intervention. You need God's help. See, it is at that point of helplessness that you have the opportunity to start living by faith. In fact, I would go as far as to say that God allows these kind of vacancies, these kind of needs in our lives to occur so that we can learn to trust Him more and more each day. And when we learn to trust Him, what happens? His power is demonstrated in our lives. Do you feel helpless? Do you feel helpless about anything in your life? Is there something maybe missing in your life? Do you have a vacancy that you simply cannot fill on your own strength? Here's what I want to encourage you to do. This may sound risky, but it's worth it. Start expecting God to do something about it. Remind yourself, as the song says, God is in control. Remind yourself that He loves you. Remind yourself that He wants to provide for you. That you're His child. He hasn't forgotten you. He's waiting for you to trust Him. To trust Him, to put your faith in His power. This vacancy in your life, this sense of helplessness, is a call to put your faith into action. Well, secondly... I also want you to understand the principle that says God responds to your faith. We see this in every miracle in Matthew 9, especially the story of the two blind men. Jesus asked them, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they say, yes, Master, yes, Lord, was their reply. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, it be done to you. 
Notice he didn't say according to your needs. Not according to your wants, but according to your what? According to your faith. Jesus is saying that you will receive from God what you expect to receive. These men received their sight because they had faith that Jesus could and would heal them. He acted in accordance with their faith. Let me ask you a question. What do you expect from God? What do I expect from God? What do you believe He will do for you? You say in your heart of hearts, well, there's no way God's going to bring someone special in my life. There's no way God will ever heal me. There's no way God would ever provide for me in this situation. I don't deserve it. I'm too unworthy. See, I'm challenging you this morning to raise your level of expectations. Look at the needs in your life and practice saying, God can do something about this. And you know what? He will do something about this. God, I'm trusting you to work this out. We see this again and again, over and over in the Gospels. Jesus responds to faith. That's why he said in Matthew 21, 22, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Even in Matthew 17, verses 20 and 21, he said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And it's why he said in today's story, according to your faith, it will be done to you. God responds to your faith. Well, what does that mean? What kind of faith does he respond to? See, that's the question that we'll be considering during the course of this series. But let's talk about where this all begins. Faith begins with an attitude of expectation. An expectation that God will work things out for the best, for His glory. Even when the bottom is falling out from underneath you. Faith is having confidence that God will see you through. And He will ultimately bring good things into your life. Faith also includes corresponding actions. See, in the miracle stories of Matthew, each person Jesus healed put themselves in a position to be on the receiving end of a miracle. The paralyzed man's friends brought him to Jesus. The suffering woman inched her way through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment. The synagogue leader invited Jesus into into his home. The two blind men approached Jesus Not once, but twice. When they saw him on the street, they began following after him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. And when he went indoors, they followed him, tracked him right down. What were they doing? They were positioning themselves for a miracle. They knew they would never be healed if Jesus was on the other side of town. They knew that they would never be healed if he was inside and they were outside. So they kept after him. 
You have to look for ways to demonstrate your faith. If you want God to save your marriage, then start taking steps to put yourself in a position where God can bring it to pass. Talk to your spouse. Treat your spouse as you would if you were in a happy marriage. If you want God to provide you with a job, then start by taking steps to make that possible. Maybe it's working on your resume, pursuing every opportunity that comes along. See, faith begins with an attitude of positive expectation in the goodness of God. And it's increased with corresponding actions. You can whine and you can moan about what you need, what you want, and what you don't have. That's not good enough. You have to believe that God cares about your needs and He wants to meet them. He cares about the desires of your heart and He wants to give them to you. That's Scripture, beloved. There's no question about that. But I want you to understand that he responds to your faith. Thirdly, you can only go as far as your faith is strong enough to take you. You can only go as far as your faith is strong enough to take you. We've seen people over the years who win these lotteries. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Most of them end up broke again. They were broke to begin with, and they're broke all over again. It happens in the area of weight loss. People go through and struggle to lose all this weight. And what happens? They gain it right back. Why does that happen? Why does that happen sometimes over and over to people? One reason is that many people, in spite of their improved circumstances, never learn to change their expectations about what is possible for them. See, in the one version of the, one translation of the Bible, Jesus' words to the blind men were expressed in a unique way. When the men came to ask Jesus about receiving their sight, he asked, do you really believe that I can do this? And they said, yes, Master. He touched their eyes and said, Become what you believe. See, that's another way of expressing the phrase, according to your faith, it will be done to you. See, this is happening right now to each one of us. We are all becoming what we believe. This isn't some word of faith, positive thinking message. But the Word of God says that we should understand who we are in Christ. If you believe that God is for you, If you believe that he is working out the details of your life as a sovereign God, then even the difficult situations that you find yourselves in are for your good in his glory. You experience that daily in your life. If you believe that God is at work for you, changing you, making you holy, conforming you into the image of Christ, you will experience this in your life. If you believe that God is waiting to pour out his blessings upon you, that he's eager to fill your life with good things, you will experience that in your life. On the other hand, if you believe that life is just a cruel joke, 
And you're not going anywhere that matters and nothing good ever happens to you anyway. You're going to experience that in your life, beloved. You'll become what you believe. According to your faith, what? It will be done to you. You can only go as far in life as your faith is strong enough to take you. Before you get that financial windfall, before that special person enters your life, before that job opportunity comes along, you need to develop that deep and abiding faith in the goodness of God. You need to develop a faith in His ability to take care of you, in His ability to change you, in His ability to get you through it. Your circumstances will not change you. It is your faith in God that will change you. You will become what you believe. And it's your faith in God that will change your circumstances. The New York Times published a report about a study done among a group of doctors down in Texas. And the study focused on patients who required knee surgery. Well, there was two groups of patients, and they both received different kinds of medical treatment. And then there was a third group, and they received a pretend surgery in which there was no surgery done at all. So you have two groups that have actual surgery done, and then a third group that they just faked it. They pretended like they operated on these people. Two years later, patients who underwent the pretend surgery, listen to this, reported the same amount of relief from pain and swelling as those who had actually received the treatments. (laughs) They never had a surgery. But they were told they did. Why? Because their brains were conditioned to expect improvement. And they what? Experienced improvement. Now, if this can can occur in such a natural level, remember how much more it can occur on a spiritual level. When you have placed your faith in an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God, see, my desire is that each of us And that we as the body of believers will grow in faith. That we will get in the habit of experiencing and expecting good things from God. God wants to bless us. He wants to demonstrate His goodness and His mercy and His power. Where you're most vulnerable. Where you're most helpless. Where you have the greatest vacancy in your life. He wants to bless you. And as we see in this, these Gospels again and again, he's, he's waiting to respond to your faith. According to your faith, it will be done to you. That means you can go as far in life as your faith is strong enough to take you. You become what you believe. So let's decide right now to put our faith in God to understand who we are in Christ, that we're children of the King, that we have victory on our side, especially in the areas of our greatest needs. Let's let Him work His power in us for His glory. Well, thank you for spending time with us here today on Graceful Truth, the ministry of Grace Bible Church here in Redwood City. It's our prayer here at Graceful Truth that God would reveal His grace to your hearts through the teaching of His Word each week. 
and we trust you're currently involved in a Bible teaching church in your area. If not, we'd love to have you come and visit us here at Grace Bible Church in Redwood City. We meet each Sunday morning for our praise and worship service at 10 a.m. We offer nursery care and Sunday school classes for our children up to grade five. And if you would like to encourage us here at Graceful Truth, please give us a call at Grace Bible Church here in Redwood City. Our phone number is 650-366-9923. That's 650-366-9923. We meet at 2225 Euclid Avenue here in Redwood City. Directions are on our website, gracefultruth.org, or again, simply call 650-366-9923. That's 650-366-9923. And again, we'd love to have you join us for worship. Simply call for directions or go to our website, gracefultruth.org. While you're at our website, make sure to check out the resource materials available from us here at Graceful Truth, including past programs of Graceful Truth that you can download for free. Gracefultruth.org is where to go. If you're writing to us, our address is 2225 Euclid Avenue. That's 2225 Euclid Avenue. We're here in Redwood City. The zip code is 94061. And again, our phone number is 650-366-9923. That's 650-366-9923. We thank you for spending time with us today and trust we'll see you next week at this same time for another broadcast of Graceful Truth with Pastor Steve Converse.